Welcome to Nerds in a Half Shell, a podcast by two old bald dudes and a teenage girl. It's turtle time. I'm Jamie. I'm Slam. I'm Esther. And on this episode, we are getting caught up on The Last Ronin. We're doing issue three. I'm excited about it. I'm not excited to wait. have to wait till August for issue four, though. I know. It's uh, August. The, the end of August, even. It's not even yeah. the end of August. I'm mean, like, ah. It's kind of a bummer. I'm back in school. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, before we do, well, long, long, long before we do issue four, we've, we've got to do issue three. Yay. And so it's time for our turtle villain grades. We need a fancier title for that. But the, the grading scale is from best to worst is Shredder, Krang, Karai, Baxter Stockman, and Rock Bop. Sam, what is your villain grade? I'm sticking with the theme I've had so far. I'm giving it another Shredder. I just love these things. And this is better than issue two, but I still, it's it's a Shredder for me. Hmm. I like issue two better than this one. I like this one better. But we'll I get into the discussion the, part. Yeah. Um, once again, I'm sitting right on the line between Shredder and Crane. Um, I, I guess I'll go Shredder minus just out of, you know, this is the last one score. for a good long while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why am I again the only one with Krang? Again. Again, it's, it's still not a bad grade though. Krang's still not a bad grade. Krang is a good grade. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just the only one with it. It's all right. On on graphically novel, our other uh, comic book show, um, with uh, our third brother in the uh, in the equation there. Um, the other uncle. <laughs> in the Esther seat. Um. You know, we have grades all over the place sometimes. All over the place. Yeah. And so we're at, we're actually much closer here than we frequently are on graphic novels. So I don't... Well, yes, yeah. we all have actually decent standards. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was shade toward Josh. I think it was. <laughs> Not in order to defend himself. <laughs> I guess that's the best time to do it. Yeah, you say it's better that way. <laughs> you can't push back. All right, uh, well, it's time for the bite size breakdown, and rumor is it's not so bite size this week. <laughs> it's a full page. <laughs> All right, Esther, why don't you break down last runner number three for us? So, I, of course, have a completely different writing style than these two, so be prepared for that. <clears throat> I have it written down as a recap, so this is more of a recap than a breakdown, unless you consider the same thing. Okay, so <clears throat> it begins with Big Bad, because I can't remember his name, uh, getting his position of power in a flashback and attempting, attempting, air quotes, uh, to make peace with the turtles. And then it cuts to the actual current situation with him inflating his ego some more and his image, literally, holograms. <clears throat> uh, and saying, wow, okay. That, that's not new either. That's not new either. <laughs> Sam, no. Sam does it all the time. I do that all the time. Uh, and saying anyone who commits treason specifically against him will be punished with death. Until whether it was a G or not. Uh, okay, so. Oh, I wrote after that like the obvious big baddie is. <clears throat> they put the entire city under martial law. I'm not really sure what that is, but they said it, so hey. The crew, guitar of here, 
then says the need to tell Jones this. Next page, Mikey is talking to his imaginary friends, and this time it's Joey shows them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he's talking about Jones being a child and them then children they started ninjing. Uh Jones is coming and starts sassing Mikey and telling him to see April. Goes to see April, sees the robot head, a flashback again. Uh leads into them That is an M. Uh to make peace. <laughs> We're getting ambushed by people I don't know, I assume you guys do. Uh Casey is being Casey in this entire thing. I'm seeing a word and drones after much what that word is. I can't tell if it's an N or an R or an L. <laughs> this is garbage handwriting. Let me get you start typing. <laughs> this is why I normally type my stuff. Alright, well come on. Muddle along. Let's go. I'm only halfway through this. Uh, are released. Leo and Casey banter for a couple panels. Uh, and then they get exploded. Not sure what happened to Donnie. They never say anything. I assume it's going to happen in our next comp. We find out what happens. Uh, Jones gets back to the crew, insert guitar up here, and immediately separates into a sewer. Sim pop, pops out a few panels later and kicks the dude that was harassing someone's grandma. Then it cuts back to Mikey and April talking about her hospital stay after getting exploded. Now Mikey got to Japan between Mikey getting his blood drawn. I sympathize with his displeasure. Very much. <clears throat> and after that, uh, ah, Jones comes to break the bad news with the crew and Sir Katara here in tow. <laughs> then it cuts to Big Bad in the rain, jumping off of things, and he's like, bad is God complex and mommy issues. Then it cuts back and everyone's fighting until April takes Mikey to see what, according to Uncle Sam is just an armored van. It is a military... That's tank. it. It's the turtle tank. No, it's not. That's what I said! It is not the turtle tank. It's in here, but that's not it. Anyway. Alright, well the creator created... Oh, by the way, good job, Esther. Thank you for doing your I shift on the breakdown. Alright. All right, so here, here's our creator credits. The story is by Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird, and Tom Waltz. Script by Tom Waltz and Kevin Eastman. Layouts by Kevin Eastman. Pencils and inks by Esau and Isaac Escorza. Uh, ben Bishop and Kevin Eastman. Color assistance by Samuel Plata. Colors by Luis Antonio Delgado. Letters by Sean Lee. This was published by IDW. All right, so it's time for the discussion section. Um, so first one out of the gate. Um, and I think this could really make or break um, this storyline for people. Is the Hiroto part of the storyline working for you all? I don't like it in the in the future, but I'm I'm liking how they're getting to where it's at. So I think he's he does have a god complex, like Esther said, and, and mommy issues. He does have mommy issues, and they're both there. But he, he just he's had the power so long. I think it's went to his head, and, he, and that's what gave him the god complex. But I don't I agree. With you. I, I don't I don't really like him as the bad guy. He's definitely not a shredder that type of villain it feels like kind of like an anakin skywalker knockoff yeah and not always in the best way yeah i hate to say it he's boring he's fruit loops he's cheese has slid off the cracker and he's walking around on it for a while 
I mean, I, I think I might have liked a, like a, a resurrected Karai storyline better. Or yeah. maybe, you know, a very aged half-robotic shredder or something. Because mm. um, it feel, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess they're trying to make it more personal by having him be, it, it be he, like I his first act to blow yeah. up Leo and Casey kind of deal. But, I mean, we just don't have any history with him. I mean, he's not like a, this long-term villain. I mean... But he didn't... I, that, that is a good discussion point. Right I don't know if he actually did that. That was Baxter that done that. That's I true. Was it wasn't even Hirodo. It wasn't even Hirodo. So I think what Hirodo's setting up with Splinter and Donner Tellus won't happen next issue. So in the last round four is when his will be his first act. I think Baxter done that to the Turtles trying to get Fugitoid. And I think when that didn't happen, and what happens with Don Donatello and Splinter's when those two uh, team up. Interesting. Okay. I, I guess I, I guess mentally I I confused like who was doing what there between Hirodo yeah. and Baxter. Yeah, because like when they when they had the because the they're not working back, together at this point, right? No, no, they're not. From what I I just read, so what happened was the first flashback had the helicopter started. They had a flashback with Hirodo going into power, then went to the modern time, and then it went back to a flashback. So that was a flashback at the same time as Hirodo was going into power. Stockman was uh, attacking the turtles. Because the turtles are on the way to the peace treaty where Hirodo was at. Yeah. So that that's what happened. So it is it, it was unfortunate timing for the turtles on that one, but that was all Baxter. Mm. And that was Mousers, by the way, that he blew up. Uh, Esther, are, are you digging this version of Baxter Stockman? I didn't even know he was in there. I couldn't tell. Um, well, he's much older. Um, he's he doesn't have any hair now, and he's got those things on his forehead. That was Baxter. He's a guy behind the computer screen. Remember, he was the one that was ar- they were arguing with, and he said that if if he couldn't, if he would just blow him up anyway, and so he just blew him up. That 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 was Baxter. He looks a lot different than usual, yeah. especially the cartoons you're used to. He doesn't look like that Baxter at all. Okay, all right. We have to, we have to keep circling back to this because I don't think we've got any conclusive evidence yet. Updates on our brother series. Sam, I'm sticking. Sti- I'm sticking. Still- Force right. turtles. Force turtles. Esther? I'm sticking with mine. I think there's more evidence for mine than yours. I still think he's hallucinating because, I mean, that's, pre- <laughs> that, that's, that's pretty angry to get at your imaginary friends. Yeah, yeah but at least he acknowledged them this time. Well, yeah, but if you were hallucinating them, you'd be, you'd, you would, you know. You still acknowledge them. Yeah. You still acknowledge them. You would think they more were More than real. his. Anyway, all right. We'll have to. I guess we'll argue about that until G five comes out. <laughs> and maybe forever if they don't ever maybe conclusively forever, decide. Yeah. I ain't letting this go until you get an answer. <laughs> I can get me some later. Uh, so, what did y'all think of April's backstory? I, I kind of like it, but I I, I don't know. I, I, it's hard to believe that after all that trauma she went through, she was still pregnant. Losing a leg, getting blowed up, losing an arm, and all that stuff. I think she would have lost her pregnancy too. Yeah, that, all that. that would you would think cause a miscarriage. That that yeah. that amount of just physical trauma. That's, that's what I'm getting at about that. So uh, I like that all that, that that she got to keep the baby and all that stuff, and on the, and she persevered and she's still here. I I do like that, but I, I don't I don't think it fits the story. But they had to have a Casey there. That's why they done it. Miracle baby. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what did you think of April's story? I, I know you, I know you said you, you, you're, I think you're enjoying the backstories more than the, 
I am. That, that's another reason I gave this because I love this backstory. I love the build up to what's going. And I love to seeing from where they were to where they're going. I, I like seeing that journey. I hate seeing the turtles die. I hate seeing Casey and Leo bite it. But man, that was a fun ride, though. I I thought that was the coolest uh, little Leo and Casey team up I've ever seen. They normally don't get to team up like that, and I really enjoyed it. I, yeah, I wish right. we could see more of that. Ref, ref had to had to die so Leo and Casey could bond. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Well, okay, Esther, I, I think I think you're in the same boat with Sam, aren't you? You're enjoying the backstory more than the. It's so not what, what did what did boring. you think of the? It's not boring. What, what what did you think of the flashbacks this issue? Oh, I thought it was neat. Uh, considering we're doing something more or less different with each flashback. So. Okay. So what what did you think of Maki's? flashback this time like, like his, his trip to japan and all that jazz um <clears throat> i thought it was cool considering getting more of what happened to him during the whole oh everyone i care about is dead might mm-hmm. as well go flip off somewhere else okay that, that's, I, I, that's the eastman drawing yeah I was, I, was, I, was, I was gonna ask you about that what what did you think of the art on those because that's 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 a me, me and sam aren't you we love kevin eastman's writing we don't like his art oh but i liked it you did? It probably it is probably more manga, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that probably would yeah. be more in your wheelhouse. I hadn't thought about that. Well, glad she likes it. I don't hate Kevin Eastman's art, but I don't love it. I'm well, really sitting across from a shelf filled with manga. Well, and I'm fans, glad I'm glad they use his art for the flashbacks, though. Yeah, like a, a flashback in a flashback. It's pretty cool. I right, so, well, I think that the the big shining thing that happens in this issue is the the final battle of Leo and uh, Casey. So, what what did you all think of Leo and Casey's final battle? I thought it was neat when I could tell it was happening. <laughs> there is a lot going on there, and if you don't have a history with the turtles, it, I could see how that would be a little confusing. I loved how Casey drops in to fight the robot ninja Terminator guys at first. <laughs> this is uh the I forgot what he said. This is a class of pain 101 or something straight out of the original Turtles comic. I mean, a movie, the first movie. That's how you met Raphael is what he said. And and then he breaks his, all of his wooden, t- you know, weapons. <laughs> what he just gets a hammer. He called it legendary. He should have called it sledgendary. It's legendary, <laughs> yeah. Completely wasted. <laughs> wasted opportunity. It says, uh, here, I found it. It says... The class is Pain 101, and your instructor is Casey. <laughs> I love that. How you made his entrance. I like that. Mr. Jones. I was a little underwhelmed. I didn't I didn't think it was quite as epic as Raph's big battle. Oh, it definitely wasn't. But yeah. I don't think many things in this specific guy had so far are going to be able to stack up to that fight, though. But that's well, how Raph brought- does. Yeah, that's how Raph does things. He don't, he don't go... Half shell into nothing. He, he just he full not. tilt. Well, then maybe you don't do that when in the second issue when you've got three more to come. <laughs> yeah, know, stay down for last or something, you know. Yeah. All right. So my 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 last discussion question. Then I'll turn it over to you all. Um, does April's plan make sense to you all? Because I'm I'm personally I'm with Mikey. It's awfully convoluted and <laughs> a whole lot of dominoes that have to fall into place. I could even tell what her thought process land- was. Did it land better on you all? Nope. No. And, and it's, it's like a, it's, it's definitely fourth down Hail Mary action going on here. With your fingers crossed, 
like I just know it's going to work. Like how? This, this, this is anime his future toys head's never been powered up since the explosion. How do you know it's going to work? That's not just a Hail Mary. It's like a trick play where you've got to have like a flea flicker. <laughs> that, you know, you've got to have an interception too. Then the guy who intercepted the ball has to fumble it. You've got to pick it back up. I mean, there's so much. Yeah. I'm like, there's no way this plan will work. It's like Yu-Gi-Oh! anime logic. Yeah. And, and she's had decades to work on a plan and this is what she came up with. Yeah, because this is 16 years after Future Toy blowed up. Yeah. I mean, I was still scratching my head. I'm like, am I missing something? Because... The explosion okay. did a little I'm... bit more damage than we thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, possibly. I like that. I like that theory. <laughs> Permanent concussion. <laughs> Easter, I think you just stole the episode from us. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, we, we do a turtle of the week, and Esther is the host of the week this week. Yeah. She nailed it. Uh, all right. That, I mean, that, that it just... I thought maybe I was missing something because that plane was so. I'm like, it's so stupid. I don't think I read this right. That's so dumb. <laughs> and Michelangelo's like, I don't know about this. Like, I was with him. I'm like, I think it's your confusion, bro. Yeah. What do you think? Like, what do you think? Anime logic is worse. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any other discussion points? Okay. I think we covered everything in the story, but there's one thing I, I meant to do it last week and I forgot to tell y'all, but. They've hid the turtle van from the '80s cartoon in every issue, and I've been hunting for it. It's like it's like the Where's Waldo for me of the, the turtles, and I found it again. Is it is it in the garage this time? It's in the garage. So if you go, it's not the I last. I thought I page. saw it in the garage. It's it's the page right before the very end. Yeah, it's over in the right hand side, isn't it? On that yep. bottom panel. Bottom right panel. I I, I saw it this time. Yeah. Because that 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 armored. The armored vehicle is not the turtle van, because right there is the turtle van. Well, that's not called the turtle tank. Yeah, it's a turtle tank. It's not the turtle van. But the van's in there. I love it. I love that they, they got it just hidden here and there in the background. I think that the turtle van we had when we were kids was my favorite toy of our childhood. Yeah. I loved that thing. I have a knockoff Lego turtle tank in there. Oh, that's right, you do. Yeah, didn't take it apart. Yeah, because because they, they did their their license through to a different block company, Mega Blocks. No, uh, this is better. I don't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, they got Pokemon. I had, I had I forgot to put this on the uh, on the thing. Um, Hiroto's got some really distinctive tattoos. Yeah. Um, and the foot yeah. they don't always do the tattoos. Is this supposed to mean something, or is that just Japanese writing that I don't know? That, that doesn't look like any Japanese writing. See, I didn't think so either, but it's blocky. It's real blocky. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I wonder if it's supposed to mean something because it's very distinctive and they draw them pretty consistently. I'm wondering if it's supposed to be something I'm missing. And it's for every battle he had against the turtles or something. I don't know. We could have had too many battles. I mean, what's left at that point is Donatello, Splinter. Yeah, I don't know. All right. I, thought that, I thought that was interesting. If only there were a way we could find out. Hmm. A couple issues. All right. Um, you want to give us some awards then? Let's do it. Yes. All right. Uh, best action scene. Uh, I'm first on this one. Um, our pa- I'm, once again, I'm using the digital, so my pages are a little different. Uh, mine is on pages 20 to 23, so I think that's 
18 to 21 for you all. Um, it's the Casey versus the robots fight. Sam's already referenced it. Mm-hmm. I just, I've really got a kick out of that. The, the, the banter, the, the weapons breaking and him finding what should have been this legendary. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just, I thought it was a it's really cool fight. I should have been right. Yeah, it should have been. I agree. That's a good one. All right. So, uh, Esther, what'd you have? The KC joint to Leo fight. Yeah, it was cool to see Leo and Casey team up. I Sam's... couldn't understand a good chuckle of what was happening. I thought it was cool. Yeah, and and Sam's right. Leo and Casey, we we haven't seen them as a as a duo very often. So that 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 was a really cool moment. I did enjoy that, and also, uh, in it had a Matrix feel when the mousers come flying in. They're standing down there, and they're all getting surrounded by those flying mousers. I really had this like this Matrix feel, like their last stand. Yeah, like the squids. In, in Trinity, yeah, and the squids. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty cool, but I. For my fight, I picked uh, when Leonardo first started attacking the foot when they first dropped in. So I can hold him off, whatever. And he was kicking butt, slashing. He was actually chopping him up. So it was pretty cool seeing that. And then he's like, okay, I can't hold him off that long. I need help now. So <laughs> I, I thought that was really cool. little fight scene. Yeah, th- this one was pretty action-packed. Uh, yeah. I, I felt like the, the pacing was a little... Last time I had like more epic moments. But like the pacing was off. I feel like they got a handle on the pacing this week. Hmm. Or wasn't as rushed as the second one, maybe. <laughs> um, all right, Sam, what, what's your best uh, turtle talk? So my best turtle talk, I've already referenced it, is the 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 classes pain one hundred and one, and your instructor is Casey. <laughs> Just love that man because it's straight up out of the out of the movie. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, mine's a weird one. Um, it's toward the end of the book. Uh, it's Hirodo's wild monologue like, mm. on the skyscrapers. I mean, it shows us really how unhinged that guy is. Like, we know who we're dealing with now. Yeah. He's not He's not just this, like, he's not, he's not this calculating guy who's, you know, a glorified politician. Like, this guy's a madman. The guy complex plus mommy issues speech. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yep. And then his angels save him. They won't let him die. When he jumped off the building, his little robots caught him. That's why he called him his angels. All right. Uh, Esther, what was yours? Just Casey. Male Casey. As a whole. Everybody what is Casey it? said? Just his dialogue. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Only one of us actually chose a turtle dialogue for the turtle talk. Yep. Uh, Esther, what was your turtle panel? Oh, excellent. The first showing of the whole god complex with the whole punishable by death. Whoa. Oh, oh the, yeah, his his like a hologram monologue yeah. thing. Yeah, that was that was really good. He had uh, cool. I, I hate to say he had a pretty good get up in that too. I like his laugh that he had on. It was it was a cool dictator look. Yeah, he was actually wearing a shirt. <laughs> that is, I think it's his first shirt of the whole uh, series so far. Might be, yeah. Yeah. Because when because when he when he was uh, sparring in the first issue, he wasn't wearing a shirt. Mm-hmm. And when he fed that guy's head to his crows, I don't think he was wearing a shirt then either. Not sure either, because he was sparring right before it. Yeah. All right, anyway, sorry, Sam. So it's page 21, and it's panel... I don't know what I wrote down. I think I put panel four. Yeah, it's panel four. It's at the bottom. I referenced the Matrix one. It's at the bottom when Leo and Casey's in the fire, and he's got... 
this legendary above his head, Casey does. He's holding the one of the Terminators. When they're planning their pizza purchase that never happened. Oh, that yeah. one. Yeah. I think that's the coolest Casey Jones ever looked. Just the half pineapple and jalapeno? The short hair works for him, doesn't it? It does with the mask and his little face yeah. he's got on. I, mm-hmm. I dug it. I thought it, was, I thought it was the best look I've ever seen on Casey. It's a good look. Uh, I would have, though, when he questions uh, Leo's choices in pizza toppings, so. Yeah. That's our poor choices. I, maybe if you're raised in a sewer, it messes with your sense of smell and taste. Maybe. Maybe he has but those to combined? Pineapple and jalapeno. I somewhat understand them separately. I yeah, I had, I had the same panel, though. And I was also horrified with their pizza toppings. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong, Esther. That's mm-hmm. disgusting. Yeah. Also, but you know, he's a mutated turtle. So maybe that's something there, too. I don't know. Now I'm just making excuses. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So my turtle of the week is, I mean, Mikey's back on the throne this week. Uh, I, I, I kind of like the dirty, hairy version of Mikey. And we got dirty Mikey yeah. here. Um. <laughs> I, I like, you know, the, the way he's kind of arguing with Casey, like, no, there's no way you're, you're, you and your crew can't help. He doesn't talk to his brothers and he pushes back against them. Like, well, hey, yeah, sounds familiar. Being trained to fight bad guys and fighting them when you're 16 or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, his whole, you know, you know, thinking April's, you know, playing his madness. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, Mikey had a really good issue. Yeah, he, he really did. This was a good one for Mikey. Yeah. But I want Leonardo. I thought he was good. See, actually seeing him fighting and taking charge and teaming up with Casey. If Casey was a turtle, I would probably have picked him this week. I think Casey really kind of stole the show in the flashback. But Leonardo was amazing. I thought he was really good. Get to see him in action. I was split between Mikey and Leo. But in this case, Mikey had to take the crown. <laughs> yeah. Leo is a very close second. Yeah, it was a strong Leo issue. Um, it's, a, it's a different take on Leo. It's a little more older, a little more agey, like we was talking about. It's, it's. I mean, his brother did die. Yeah, I feel like he's got a little bit of the wrath angst going on. Yep. He's been hanging out with Casey way too much. Way too much. I think it's, I think that's <laughs> why I liked it. It had a little hint of Raphael on there. All right. So last award of the week is the variant cover. Um. I had trouble with this one because I wanted there. There's one I think that I liked the best, and it wasn't the Miko Suyin cover. And I just wanted to pick the Miko Suyin because it's Miko. <laughs> uh, so I really struggled. So I hope somebody else picked my real winner so I can pick Miko instead. So I want to go last. Okay. Well, I'll go first. I don't care. Okay. What would you have, Sam? I went with the the Wicked Gator comics. It's at the very bottom right. It's got Casey's mask and it's got Michelangelo Center holding all the the headbands in his hand, bottom right one. Yeah, the masks. Yeah, that's cool. I like that one. Uh, my favorite one is the second one in the bottom row. Oh, that is favorite. the Miko Suyin one. Yeah. I love Miko Suyin's art. He's one of my favorite artists. Um, all right, Esther, you made it easy for me. Miko Suyin got picked. <laughs> that is a great cover, though. I don't, I don't love how pointy he made the beak. The beat. He looks like a mm-hmm. little bit like a, you know, a leathery bird mutant. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it is Wait, which one? really cool. The mm-hmm. one you picked, Miko Sien. Yeah. I meant this one. That's it. Oh. Oh, no, you're going beside it. It, it yeah. said second, not third. I'm very sorry. I thought you meant second from the, from the right. No. 
That's what I thought she meant. The other one. Okay, well, shoot. Well, we already uh, talked about yours. So which other one you do want, Jamie? No, that's a really good one, Esther. The Tyler Kirkham one? Yeah. That, that's really good. Um, I, I like sort of like the, the hobo samurai armor he's got going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's yeah, like it's a lone wolf and cub kind of feel going. Yeah, but like the armor's all mismatched. Like, like he's yeah. got like a hubcap on one knee and like um, an like actual armor on the other. It's just, I really like it. It's a good one, Esther. And I like the... Um, uh, uh, blanking like hidden tiger hero type, like the flowers coming across. It just looks cool. Yeah, it looks like parts of Donnie's mask. Oh, I thought it was flowers. That could be Matt's. It's the color of his mask. Um, okay, mine was once again. I don't know why. I don't. I don't know who the Joel's are collectibles people actually are. Um, but I like their covers, and so it's the one by Alan Qua, where it looks like. Uh, Donnie's oh, fighting yeah. in outer space. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that one's cool. Yeah, Galactic Donnie there looks really cool. I don't understand why there's just a black cover. I don't, it's got Last Owner on it. Yeah, but that's it. No, I, I'm with Astro. I, I, don't, I don't like the blank covers that they do. Yeah, I don't really need it. Oh, I did notice that, that with those weird cartoony people haven't shown up for this one. You know what? You're right. I think it's the first one they haven't done. Well, this is also a first edition, too. The other ones we looked at was like the second or third edition comics. Oh, yeah, that's true. This is a first edition comic. I thought one of us might pick the very first cover on that page. The one by Sean Daly. And that, I mean, it just looks, I mean, it is kind of Calvin Hobbes looking Mm art-wise, but it's a really cool picture. The way he's got the the sunset behind him, the leaves falling, and the, the color there is really good. Yeah, I thought it was neat. Yeah, they've been well served with their variant covers. These are all really pretty good. All these yeah. covers. I grabbed a little bit of handful of everything. Alright. Well, I think we're done here. Um, so, but we are shifting gears next week. Just to remind the re- uh, listeners, I want to say readers. We're, we're, we're the readers. Um, <laughs> I guess we're all readers. Come up podcast. Um, but next week, we will be, we'll, we'll be doing the IDW Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number one. Um, and we're not, we're not, this is not the Mirage number one, IDW number one. So yeah. I, I know there's already been a little bit of confusion. I've gotten some questions about that, how far back we're going. It's the IDW yeah, I don't know what they're talking about, but hey. Number one. Um, I'll, I'll hand you the one to read. It'll be fine. I'll it's... keep you straight. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to search it up. Uh, I mean, I can. But, uh, but it's a, it'll, it'll be a shorter, easier read than this one. These aren't the oversized, you know, perfect bound copies. Um, so. Uh, until the next time, oh, do we want to? We need to do the spiel for the network, don't we? Uh, this week on the Nerd Network on Nerds Around Table, we did uh, Spider Man to the Spider Verse on Graphically Novel. What did we do, Sam? Graphically Novel, we done. What did we do? I think it was Batman, Batman. Black Mirror. Batman. Was your pick. I, I, I was being silly. I had. Oh, it. I'm sorry. I thought. I thought. I thought, I thought you really. I thought you really forgotten. I was like, it was your pick. We waited a no, year and a half done, to do that book. We done Batman Black Mirror, and everybody loved it. It surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now we are officially done. All right. <laughs> See ya, Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Cowabunga. <laughs>